Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Very exciting episode of Caravan of Garbage this week. For some, for some who are the fans of the hit TV series, Small Vile. <laughs> because, you know, quite recently we had the mm. release, of course, of The Real Justice League. That's but right. Then, then we figured, no, it's, no, 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 no. It's a bit too soon to do a Caravan of Garbage on, on that. And we'd have to split it up. And I kind of want to see the fallout from the universe and what's coming in the future. So instead we're going to talk about The Real Justice League. That's right. That being said, we also did The Real Justice League, <laughs> the first live-action Justice League, like a few years back. Yeah. Absolutely tragic. I mean, they gave it a fair go, but my goodness. Right. Anyway, yeah. leave a like if you could. Absolutely. I wanted to ask you, though, about your opinions on Smallville in general. Where Where are you at with it? It's a real odd duck of a TV series, isn't, <laughs> isn't it? it? Yeah. I mean, first of all, because to the best of my knowledge, it didn't start out as a young Superman TV no. series. It started out as a young Batman TV series. Mm. Because sort of, you know, in the, in the Batman origin story, a young Bruce Wayne, after the death of his parents, he goes around the world and he mm -hmm. meets all these experts and they teach him all the skills he needs to become the world's greatest crime fighter. Yeah. And then he and he gets into adventures and he meets all these shady characters and that informs, you know, his crime fighting career. He meets Richard Dragon. Right? He I was gonna name another one, I can't. Richard Marks, the singer. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Right there waiting for you, Bruce Wayne. Richard Lester, director of Superman Three. Wow. He goes, This is what you don't do. <laughs> <laughs> Make Superman 3, he says. That's right. Avoid my mistakes. But I guess Warner Brothers at that point was developing a, a origin of Batman yeah. movie. Well, like Darren Aronofsky was going to do one. Yeah. It eventually became Batman, Batman Begins, Begins, but yeah. there was a few kind of things in the works. And yeah. I also think probably during the pitch meeting they said, and he flies all around the world to ex you know all sorts of very exotic <laughs> locations, just new sets. You mean like new, Vancouver? Yeah, no, just, just Hawaii every week. What Just, about what about like basements, barns? No, no, he's going facilities to, with no, pipes. No, no, well, every continent in the world, every just just new oh. new characters, new costumes, new sets, new props, and they went, okay, how about this instead? We do a show that's set in a town so small it's literally called Smallville. <laughs> yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah. So there were these. Mm. So apparently there were these two guys, Gow and Miller. They're like mm. the executive producers of this show. And one thing I do know about the production of it, and I'd watched most seasons of this. Oh, really? Okay. I, I, I didn't watch 
What I think I did is I watched the first season and it became a little bit Monster of the Week and then I skipped a yes. couple and then I came back into it and I'm like, oh, this is actually kind of, you and know. And it, it came and went from TV in Australia as well. Yeah, that's true, yeah. I was super excited when it first came out here, which was 2002, like a year after it yeah. <laughs> came out uh, everywhere else in the I've world. Heard, I've heard yeah. the word on the street is that it's bad, you Yeah, said. And, and look, I was initially like very into it because there hadn't been a Superman movie in a very long time. Yeah. You know, and I, I think it's all very well cast and it looks pretty good for a TV show as well and I like Tom Welling and the, yeah. you know, the cast in general but yeah for me it was like oh this guy picked up a rock and now he turns into a bug man or whatever <laughs> oh right. I, Amy Adams is a, is a fat sucking vampire woman who do you think the bug man is do you think it might be that weird guy down the end of the block and he's obsessed with bugs and his house is filled with bugs and maybe the, the meteor rocks have turned him into a bug man who's full of bugs also yeah yeah that, of course it's him it's obviously him they call him buggy bill <laughs> But yeah, no. So the the executive producers of this show, Gao and Miller, mm. apparently they didn't, they weren't a fan of comic books growing up or anything like that. They didn't okay. really know anything about comic books, and so they set this particular edict in mind for when people were writing the show and you know putting together the scenes for the show. And it was the very catchy, no tights, no flights. So yeah, the idea was uh, that Clark Kent would never some fights. Yeah, like oh. with the bug bug boy. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Who's who's the bug boy? It's that guy. It's <laughs> always so guy covered in bugs. So it was Clark Kent would never wear the iconic sort of red and yeah. blue suit, either get, as Superman or Superboy. Yes, though we get it sort of at the very end. It's, we'll a, it's what, a big yeah. point of controversy. And, and the idea also was that uh, he would never fly. But mm. as we saw, because we watched an episode in the sixth season. Almost all of the title sequence is devoted to clips of Clark Kent flying around. But also, like, sometimes he's overtaken by a something else or, it's a, it's always, or whatever. There were, there were a lot of loopholes. flies in his sleep. Yeah, and one of which was that, to address this one first, uh, one of which was that every time, it, multiple times during the series, some villain would take over his body and or his mind and be like, hey, this dude can fly. I'm going <laughs> to immediately fly. And then when, he, when Clark got his body back, he's like... I don't, I don't think I will. So it's just him zipping about on yeah. the ground all the time. and I, and I But that, that's what people want, and that's why it's in the title sequence, because you're like, it's Superman. He flies around and he saves people. That's yeah. what I'm looking... And it wouldn't be that much cheaper to just have him running around. No, absolutely not. And also, they do decent flying effects, because yeah. it's, it's in the title sequence, it's, for one. That's right. But yeah, there's a lot of like, look, he's not going to be in the in the costume, but look, he's going to wear a, a red jacket and a, and a blue T-shirt. <laughs> and in one particular season, he does wear this sort of very Neo from the Matrix black shirt, yeah. black pants, black trench coat with the silver S yeah, on the chest. Is, which is a good look. Yeah, it was yeah. a pretty good look. But oh, yeah, speaking of the costume, because of that rule that he would never wear a costume, it sort of went against the sort of the Superman's place in the comic books where he is sort of the first, you know, yeah. classic cape and tights superhero and everybody else follows in his wake. So for many seasons of this show, all of a sudden there's a bunch of people showing up with costumes and code names and superpowers. They're already fully fledged superheroes, yeah. and he's just there being like, "Oh, guess I'll just keep wearing this <laughs> this little zip up jacket." Absolutely. I think this episode then is a perfect example yeah. of that because it's titled Justice. Mm. Coming into this, it's gone well beyond kids eating rocks and turning into monsters. <laughs> it is. <laughs> if, if you just go into this episode blind, which, which you know... Having, At this point, I, I, yeah, I am exactly, going blind, yeah. really. I'm, I'm like, okay, so Clark, um, Clark... Clark's working with Lex Luthor's father. Who's a good guy, maybe? He's, he's currently a good guy. Yep. Lionel Luthor knows that Clark is 
Superpowered. Yep, exactly. Lex is doing experiments on metahumans. He probably went bad a couple of seasons earlier, yeah. maybe. I'm not sure the <laughs> His exact famous timeline. 33.1 project, which isn't explained, but I suspect it was a plot to um, make the 33 and a third uh, record slightly slower <laughs> all around the world. Oh. So that pretentious record collectors would just be sli- slightly less entertained by oh, their music. Then you know they're going to turn bad, aren't they? <laughs> exactly. They're going to eat a kryptonite rock and turn into a, yeah. <laughs> a weird disco villain. And so at this point, uh, uh, Lois Lane, who was yes. not in the earlier season. She's made her... Uh, Erica Durant. She, she's made an appearance, and she's currently dating Oliver Queen. Oh, my God. Mr. Mid-2000s himself. <laughs> who, prior to this, yes. we've done we've did a, done a video on the failed Aquaman pilot, in which he was Aquaman. Justin Hartley, and yes. And that didn't get picked up, but I guess the creators of that liked him enough. We're both, who are Miller and Gao, again, yeah. were like, bring him in for something else here. Yeah, absolutely. Also, they should call him Green Crossbow, because he mostly uses a crossbow <laughs> in this. It's true. Yeah, and also he's got like a teeny tiny little bow and arrow. Yeah. They're, they're still working some stuff out here. Should we talk about the, the team that's been assembled? Yes. In so we've got Bart Allen, mm-hmm. uh, who's very unpleasant. <laughs> Just... Just no, no good. Yes. It's awful. Again, one of those choices like, why don't you just make him the Flash? Because he's, he's impulse. Yep. You know, he is a speedster in the DC uh-huh. universe. I've seen him before. But like, yeah, okay, whatever. Why, James, mm. do they have to make super speedsters always annoying? I know it's because they're supposed to be like, I'm, I'm really fast and the world's running really sure, slow, yeah. so I've got to, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit... Just give us a, give us a speedster who's really laid back. <laughs> like a chill dude? Yeah. Who's like just, a Jack Johnson who's type? Just, yeah, who's just like... I have so much time. I'm yeah. never under pressure, so I'm real chill. That's actually a pretty good idea. Right. I'm going to steal that for my pilot, Smallville. More Smallville. It's just Smallville again. Smallville, more Smallville. <laughs> it's just Smallville again. Great. Though Bart Allen has, I think, my favourite interaction in this episode. When Lex Luthor captures him, mm-hmm. he's like, I want a lawyer. And Lex Luthor goes, yeah, well, I want a ponytail. So that's I'm like, that okay, that's funny. a fun yeah. interaction. Yeah, he's got a great podcast as well. Uh, inside Luther, of you yeah. with Michael Rosenbaum, Lex Luthor doesn't. Yes, no. He probably would have a great podcast, though, I reckon, mm. if he put his mind to it. it. It'd be an evil podcast. But Very evil. Excellent production value, though. <laughs> it's Some of the best. Like an evil reply all. Yes, right. <laughs> we also have uh, Aquaman or AC. Yep. And like most of the, uh, the Justice League in this, though they're not officially called that, all of these people showed up on previous episodes where Clark's like, I've never seen a guy swim so fast. I've never seen a guy run so fast. I think he might be able to swim faster than me. I don't never, know. This, this guy's using a computer faster than I can use a computer. <laughs> and that that uh, that actor, Alan Richardson, mm. uh, he later went on to be uh, Hawk, one half of Hawk and Dove, in the yes. Titans TV series, which had a great first season and a second season that's unwatchable. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. He's been in a lot of stuff. He but was, I did watch it. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I'll watch season three. So I guess watchable then, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's also Leonardo from the the latest Ninja Turtle that's movies. That's right, yeah. But his voice got swapped out for Johnny Knoxville, and that's a whole big thing ah, that's been right, falling right. out from that. But I like him. Uh, we have no budget cyborg. I was in a terrible accident, so I've got cyborg parts completely covering my body, which are then covered over with my human parts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I'm just a man just with, a, man, with yeah. a hole in my arm and I can plug into computers or something. That's it. So Lee Thompson Young, who un- he unfortunately passed away in 2013. Oh. Uh, but, yeah, it is. It's like it's normal clothes over, like, a rubber vest. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, I was going to say not I mean, they're clothes. all rubber vests. Good-looking <laughs> dudes, aren't they? In this era, Oakley sunglasses were in, wrapping, wrapping around your head, and <laughs> sleeves were out, my friend. Everybody's got a, everybody's got a zip-up, sleeveless, hooded vest. Oh, yeah. Just very rubbery. Very rubbery all the time, oh, my yeah. God. Also, whenever he's doing his cyborg stuff, he's just like, 
he just puts like a jack into his arm, like, the, and, and his eye goes a bit red. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> it's TV budget. It goes bam, 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 and then he's like, "Guys, it's time for me to plug in and one of my eyes to go a bit red." <laughs> but I think for me, one of the major things that I dislike about Smallville is the way that these characters are portrayed. Uh-huh. You can just just do a Flash costume. Just do like a right? real simple early days Flash costume. The closest one is Green Arrow because that's kind of the costumes that they do in these kinds of shows anyway. Robbery sleeveless vest with a hood. <laughs> no, you're right. right. And I think because, you know, this this edict of no tights yeah. sort of, like I think the writers and the and the, produ- the other producers were kind of like, we we got to find the loopholes, but this is really as, that they, they would have had to be pitch this stuff in the room and go like, well, he's just wearing pants and a shirt, so he's just, you know, yeah. he's the colours are thematic to his character, but it's not a costume. It's nah. just, it's just, it's, it's... Uh, just look at the sunglasses. It's, it's, like, it's like army clothes, you know. Yeah, exactly. They, they, yeah. Could, they really couldn't commit, and that, that is a huge problem with this kind of thing. But it was, it was in that era where people were unwilling to commit. Yeah, you know? absolutely. And so a big uh, plot point of this is uh, the impulse gets yes. captured and he's forced to run in a circle, which I'm like, that's pretty, that's pretty good trap, Lex Luthor. I like that a lot. If he stands still, he gets electric- electrocuted, mm-hmm, doesn't mm-hmm. he? Yes. Right, and his feet, feet to head, soup yep. to nuts. That's right. Gets all fried up. Yeah. But um, <laughs> so the rest of the team have to break in. And yeah. the, it's, it's, it's quite amusing to me because they're all in disguise or like moving really quickly or hoods up. But Clark's just like, I'm just going to stroll in. I'm just going to walk through. I'll wear my Smallville High Letterman's jacket. I'll wear my name tag from a part-time job at the supermarket. It's kind of crazy, right? Because, you know, it happens, I think, even in the first episode of Smallville, where Lex Luthor nearly figures it out. Uh-huh. Like, he's so close every week to figuring yeah. out that there's something wrong with Clark. Like, there's something not quite right with him. And this, it's just... Somebody's like, I saw Clark there. And his dad's like, well, he, he wasn't there. He was with me. And he's like, okay, guy, I've never trusted. I guess <laughs> yeah. it wasn't Clark. <laughs> they don't go out of their way to kind of hide his identity in a lot of this, do He doesn't they? even, like, vibrate his face really fast no, so you can't doesn't. see it. No, He doesn't even shoot heat vision through people's heads so they can't mm. see him because they're dead now. <laughs> That's right. He doesn't do any of that. So many easy, so many easy solutions. And he stumbles right into that room of kryptonite. Yeah. Who knew? should have looked through the wall. I think they said it was lead-lined. He should have shot a laser through the wall. <laughs> through a guard and then through the wall and then he could see. He'd go, oh, no, can't go in there, can I? Uh, so <laughs> what I enjoyed about this, though, it has a genuinely unironic cool guys work- walking away from an explosion without yeah, looking does, yeah. situation. And that, I think, though I'd never seen this episode, or maybe I have seen it completely forgotten, I've seen that shot like a million times. I think that's now used in like every Smallville kind of promo and like yeah. fan edited trailer. It definitely would have made it into the season seven titles. <laughs> no They're doubt. like, thank God something with, with Clark isn't flying. <laughs> oh my God. Pretty good stuff. Yeah. But so did, did this do anything for you in terms of like setting trends or <laughs> yes. I think you meant in terms of arousal. No. Sure. Look, I think to this show's credit, it did a lot for superheroes on television. In terms of like what you can do on a limited budget, in terms of characters you can introduce, because it did get bolder with bringing in no, that's more true, and yeah. more people. You mm. know what I mean? And, and different bizarre villains and all these, and, and crystal palaces and <laughs> what, true, whatever yeah. else. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So you know, I, I I don't want people to think that I'm just throwing all this in the bin. I'm throwing most of it in the bin. <laughs> I want people to think that. Yeah. 
But you can't deny like the influence of this show. I love it when characters, superheroes, and their civilian identities just wear like matching colors all the time. Yeah. Like Aquaman's always wearing an orange shirt. He's just like, yeah, I'm an autumn. I'm an autumn man. You're not gonna believe this, Mason, but Go I've on. got some uh, Smallville trivia. Oh, I'm ready. From uh, Smallville.fandom.com/wiki. It's from this specific episode. Okay, I'm ready. You're not going to believe the kind of facts that go up on uh, smallville.fandom.com slash wiki. Here we go. So justice means the moral principle. The episode's called Justice, by the way, for those who have forgotten, which is all of you. Justice means... And, and the, Green Arrow's like, I, I don't know what I'm going to call this team, <laughs> but it's going to be something with justice in it. Yeah, maybe the Justice Boys. Justice Bros. <laughs> <laughs> they are the Justice Bros, yeah. aren't they? They really are. Justice means the moral principle of determining whether something is or is not. The title justice refers to Oliver and the others getting justice for the inmates of Lex Luthor's 33.1 facility. That's, that's hot stuff. Justice is also a reference to the Justice League of DC Comics. Green Arrow's team is an early version of the Justice League. Oliver, this is great trivia. Oliver suggests I'm wrapped. I can't, I'm speechless with this trivia. Oliver suggests that the team's name should have the word justice in it. Justice Bros. <laughs> Oliver says that the team will be getting a giant dose of justice once the Green Arrow and his team start to go global. Good trivia there. Mostly uh, around the word justice. <laughs> but, you know, they've kind of... You couldn't come at that from any angle and say that they missed something. In terms <laughs> of the word justice. That's you're right, absolutely yeah. right, yeah. Fun fact, justice sounds a bit like just us. <laughs> Two separate words. <laughs> Maybe that refers to the team. Maybe it does. Speaking of the justice bros, though, mm-hmm. um, there was actually going to be a Justice League spin-off ah, series yeah, okay, right. as a result of this. So after this... Uh, episode the spin-off series in which oliver led the justice league made it into early development the series was to be held by Stephen s Knight. Oh, he wrote this episode that's right he wrote and directed this episode and a bunch of that he also worked on uh buffy uh spartacus daredevil on netflix uh, a bit of jupiter's legacy but i think he left that project so he's done quite a bit of stuff yeah and he's quoted as saying it was going to be basically green arrow cyborg flash and a couple of other dc characters living in metropolis the idea was that oliver queen was basically giving refuge to young people with superpowers kind of like professor x uh putting together this team and also trying to help out these people just like he says in Justice about how he helped out Victor Stone and Barton Arthur Curry and all that. So I was supposed to co-create uh, and run it. So I'm doubly sad. We're all really excited about it. You know, me and the other actors. We got along great. We really wanted to make this show. And we thought it'd be really, really cool. He had a master plan for Brainiac showing up in the spinoff that I won't tell you what it is because you never know a spinoff might happen in the future. And so I'll that use Brainiac this. would show up? <laughs> no, I can't tell you. It's a secret in case this Damn show happens. It. Which it won't. God, I wish I knew. <laughs> I know, right? I wish I knew what the secret with Brainiac being involved Well, here's was. a secret from Brainiac. Oh, yeah. This is what they were going to do. So James Masters had played him in Smallville. That's right. And the idea was they were going to bring in different actresses or actors from Buffy to fill in that role. Because oh, Brainiac can yeah, take okay. on uh, many different forms. Mm. But if Mostly Buffy actors. Mostly Buffy actors, exactly. But if you thought, even for a second, that this was the last Justice-themed episode of Smallville, you can get the fuck out of here. Take a hike. All right, I guess I will. Hit the bricks, Mason. Kick fucking rocks. Because there was another (laughs) episode. Guys, i got to go. i got to kick some rocks. (laughs) There was a huge crossover episode in Absolute Justice, which, look, if people want us to cover at some point, let us know because we'll come back to it. What's that? Justice League and the Justice Society of America coming together. Oh, that's right, yeah. We We get a Black Canary, I think. We get get other characters. We get other characters. Yeah. Yeah, so when you're done kicking fucking rocks, Mason, maybe we can come back and talk about that one day. These are mostly fan-driven in terms of like what people want us to make fun <laughs> of. So, yeah, leave it below if you want. 
You want to yeah. see a video of us kicking rocks? We'll do it. <laughs> yeah, we'll do it. Yeah. We'll absolutely do it. We'll do it to the, that Charlie, that sad Charlie Brown music. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, here's the thing. If you want to see these videos early, and maybe you do, mm-hmm. they go up early at bigsandwich.co along with a bunch of other bonus stuff that we do, including movie commentaries. Isn't that Bonus there, podcasts. Oh, my goodness. We do a comic book club there. That's right. There's also an early, a day early uh, ad-free feed of our podcast, The Weekly Planet, which normally comes out Monday, which, of course, you can just listen to on regular Mondays if you just want to do that. You know That's what right, I mean? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people say, why would I pay $9 for that? And I'm like, good point. Some people are like, I don't, I don't, I don't want, I don't want to do anything on Sunday. That includes listening to those dang podcasts. <laughs> I'd rather kick rocks, quite frankly. <laughs> quite they frankly, say. they say, yeah. Also, here's a hint towards what's in next week's episode. What are we going to do, Mason? Ah, good stuff. It might be Mortal Kombat. I can't remember. Okay, right, right. I don't know. Oh, then in that case, hiya. <laughs> So uh, subscribe if you want, if you haven't, um, and thanks for bloody watching this. Grab that gem, you guys. We'll see you next week. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.